Yes, it is. Free Talk Live. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks and welcome to the show. It is the Monday night edition. Our telephone number is 603-283-6160 if you would like to join in the conversation. That, again, the number 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, I am your host, the Reverend Dr. Captain Lord Kickass. Not necessarily in that order. And joining me, it's... It's Ian. And Eleanor Roosevelt. Oh, what do you do, Eleanor? <laughs> chip, chip, cheerio. Wait, pip, pip, cheerio. I don't she wasn't British. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well... You know, she was just in my mind. She's British for some reason. I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah, I can see how that happened. How <laughs> oh, that could happen. Oh man! All right. So this evening, uh, I've titled the show "Gene Simmons Is Gene Simmons." Yes, of the hottest band in the land, the rock band Kiss. Is he shilling wow, for Bitcoin? I loved them in second grade. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, is he shilling Bitcoin? And uh, we could talk about that, but I also... How do you define shill? I well, mean, is that just anybody who Ian sells? Ian and I were, were kind of it... talking about what the definition of shilling is and that kind of thing. So that's why I made it a question, because I'm not, I'm not half sure two that... Pence, I think. I'm not sure that he is shilling Bitcoin, but he's certainly mentioning it, mentioning it to his fan base. And, okay, and yeah. that's creating I like that. that's creating some you know fan base stir. People who are fans of cryptocurrency are going, hell yeah, Gene Simmons is into Bitcoin, right? So, um, I think to to be a shill, typically it's negative. Uh, it's associated with like people who are just representing a thing, regardless of you know whether that thing is is in any way honest or a good deal, and they're trying to make money off of that thing, base or they're being paid to represent mm-hmm. a thing and perhaps represent that thing dishonestly. Well, yeah, generally the the implication I pick up from Shill is this is something bad, and you know it, and you're trying to sell mm-hmm. it anyway. Yeah. So what would you call somebody who's, you know, just like kind of a fan of it or at least has bought some and then mentions it? Uh... I don't. Human. I'd like to to adjust though. I don't think the shill necessarily believes that the thing is bad. You can be a shill and be a true believer as well. Right? Oh, okay. See, I've always thought of a shill as being more of a uh, just you know pay, s- selling this you know selling some product they would never use. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a fine line between shill and con artist in that particular case, and I think yeah. that I think there is you know a difference, and I think that the difference would be that someone could still shill as a true believer, like they've bought in completely to whatever this is. They're ignoring all of the glaring flaws and all of the problems with the thing because they mm. just are religiously sold on this. There's a lot of cryptocurrency people that are like that. According okay. to the search engine, which will rename, remain nameless shill is defined as uh, two things a noun and a verb uh noun an accomplice of a hawker gambler or swindler who acts as an enthusiastic customer to entice or encourage ah. others uh, interesting and the verb is you know your husband in the crowd could shill for you so we're going to need to see the full definition word. with all of the uh, the different you know options because i bet you there's a couple others if you look at the actual Dictionary yeah, there may well be. Although I think that was definition. pretty much the one that I uh, 
the one that I w- went with. It's almost a ringer. Uh-huh. Wikipedia, yeah. plant. Wikipedia yeah. says a shill, also called a plant or a stooge, is a person who publicly helps or gives credibility to a person or organization without disclosing that they have a close relationship right. with the person or organization. Shills may be employed by salespeople in professional marketing campaigns. So okay. the classic example would be somebody uh, to you know the old Wild West uh, elixir. The elixir salesman comes into town and says, mm. "Ah, buy my elixir; it will cure all that ails you." And someone says, "I did buy all your elixir, and it did cure all that ailed me. I had a big." But secretly, gout. the swindler has, 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 has you know. <laughs> <laughs> Secretly, the the swindler gave him a, a silver coin before right. the uh, before the whole thing went down, right? So that yeah, yeah okay. All right. well, well, usually you dropped him off at the edge of town and let him walk to so walk in. I've got I've got a ton of stuff to <laughs> but in that case, to cover tr- here, guys. A so. true believer, yeah, well, we're not going to get there that fast. Yeah, you got to be patient. We're in a mouth running move. In that case, mood. a true believer is still a shill, right? Like because they could actually have bought into this, you know, the elixir, right? And that the, um, you know. Uh, yeah, I, I guess they could have, although they've got to know there's something hinky if they're not disclosing their relationship to the uh, hinky to the seller. Is that like jinkies except with an H? I uh, kind of. There's hinky a lot of that. Is like dodgy. <laughs> there's a lot of that in multi-level dodgy. marketing. Ah, yes. Isn't dodgy By a British true. term? It's a bit dodgy. Yep, yep. Dodgy is British. Yeah. Um, Definition two of shill, a person who publicizes or praises something or someone for reasons of self-interest, personal profit, friendship, or loyalty. I I mean, that certainly sounds like Gene Simmons. He's certainly doing it for profit. I don't think Gene Simmons has ever done anything in his life without (laughs) the motive for profit. He is... Uh, that whole band driven by him is certainly the merchandise kings of all bands of all time. They have more merchandise than, I mean, you can even count. Even the collectors can't collect it all because there's so much of it. There's a Kiss oh, coffin. Yeah. <laughs> you can die with can, Kiss. Uh, and, and it's got speakers <laughs> on the outside mounted to it so that you can crank Kiss while you're yeah. being lowered the sound on the, the inside, though? I mean, there's no speakers on the inside. There's no speakers. That's an oversight. That's pointless. It's just for worms. Dead people can't hear, bro. Neither can worms. Well, right, but it's for the people who attend the funeral to hear the tunes cranking. Uh, Oh, oh, okay. So (laughs) do they take the speakers off before they bury them? No, I'm pretty sure they just stay on and then get buried with the coffin. So what is Gene Simmons specifically saying about Bitcoin? Do you actually have have, Yeah, I have a whole thing on that. I also have... Uh, you guys remember Russell Okung? He was the NFL player who said no. he wanted to get paid in Bitcoin. Oh, I heard about that. That guy. has happened, but now he is championing for Bitcoin, and he's getting other celebrities really? to also get on the Bitcoin champion championing uh, wagon. Well, so, it couldn't have happened. Now, is he being specific about Bitcoin legacy, or does he just like crypto mm-hmm. in general? That is a good question. Most people aren't very specific about those things. They just use Bitcoin as sort of this generic Kleenex term. Yeah, and this yeah. this appears to be the case, but we'll we'll see what the the case really is. Also, um, less than a week uh, this coming Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, the largest sports. Uh, event in the United States of America. The big game. Oh, are they the, having the sports big ball? Game. Sports ball is still going on. Oh. Uh, however... Who is it this year? Um, it's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Kansas City Chefs. I wow. mean, Chiefs. The Bucks oh, are back. Wow. Yeah, the Bucks and the Chiefs, led by Tom Brady, of course. Uh, at any rate, uh, <laughs> there seems to be a law going into place in at least Los Angeles County that says... Uh, you can't have a TV on during the Super Bowl if you're a bar that. or a restaurant. 
Oh, that's because if you leave the TV on, the COVID will stay forever. <laughs> like, Apparently, they like, love TV because that's actually how people get infected how much with do they, COVID. That's why we're immune, because yeah. we don't have TVs. How much do they want to... You know, finish off all of the struggling small businesses who, you know, are on the teeter, on the brink of, of failing by shutting down probably the first event that they could be looking forward to, to having a bunch of business on, right? You know what I mean? This is the first, you know, real thing that like the ma- majority of the public would go out for. They would go out to a bar, they would go out to a restaurant, right? And uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, LA County is kind of like New Hampshire. They pretend they don't have any bars, they're all restaurants, wow. they all have to serve food. So yeah, that what's means, up with that? So that means that... Who would have thought they would censor the Super Bowl? Literally. Literally. Like, you can go home and watch it on your TV. It's going to be broadcast. But if you go out to one of these restaurants or bars, uh, I believe in L.A. County, uh, <laughs> they're not going to be able to turn their TVs on according to this particular piece of well, legislation. Well, hopefully they will ignore that. Not that uh, I care about sports ball, but they'll, just on general principle. They're going to do exactly what they're told, 99.9% of them. They're going to do everything the government says to do because they believe that obedience is going to save their business. <laughs> yeah. We've got stuff about the CDC and their uh, apparent mask mandates, uh, making it a federal crime if you don't wear it on public transportation. We've got the TSA now authorized to find passengers who refuse to wear masks. Uh, We've got federal mask cops to start targeting travelers today. And the CDC, of course, busted inflating the COVID numbers. All this and more coming up. Welcome back to the program. It is Free Talk Live, the Monday edition. That's my uh, Max Headroom impersonation right there. Monday. Old school. Yeah, that's right. Man, that guy was, he existed in a dystopian future, which is now well, technically. Who the doesn't past. these days? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> when was that show supposed to take place? I don't remember, but I think it was, you know. In the 20th, you know, like it's past Around now or. Yeah, like I think, it, you know, like 10 years ago or something. <laughs> I'm not sure. I do remember they had cool motorized skateboards. Max Headroom skateboards? Yeah. No, no. In the television show, oh, okay. they had this, like, I don't know if they were supposed to be kids or like a street gang or something, but they had skateboards with these little engines on them huh. and, you know, a little control. Hey, Jack does that, from Back to the Future. Well, or Back to the Future, <laughs> went to the future, and Jack them from Max Headroom. That's possible. So. At any rate, it is Free Talk Live. 603-283-6160 is our telephone number. We'll get to your calls and thoughts in just a minute. In the studio tonight, it's me, the captain. It's Ian. And nobody. I guess I should say it is I, the captain, instead of it's me, the captain. It is I. I could be caveman. In studio, me, captain. (laughs) (laughs) We could just grunt the whole show. Yeah, it's like, this is he, is the one that always sounds strange to me. That's what you're supposed to say, but this is he, but it I sounds... I am he? Odd. Yes, I am he would be correct. He is me. We are him. Yes, we are us. <laughs> he, man? Toys are us. Uh, I had mentioned uh, this bit about Gene Simmons. We talked about shilling, 
and what the definition of a shill is. Uh, this is actually from Bitcoin.com. Uh, Rockstar and Kiss bassist Gene Simmons tells fans he bought Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. That's the headline. In September Yay. of 2020, the frontman of the rock band Kiss, Gene Simmons, tweeted a cryptic message about Bitcoin with one of the co-founders of the Gemini Crypto Exchange. <laughs> then on Sunday... They this, tweeted this it is, together? Did, can one of them not type? Or Yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> maybe that he work? retweeted, as they call it? Yeah, maybe. Uh, but then on Sunday, as in yesterday, the Kiss singer tweeted to his 900,000 Twitter followers that he bought Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and others. So it's hmm. not just wow. Bitcoin. Uh, I, I guess maybe I thought he mentioned Doge too. He did, as a matter of fact. Yeah, but that's a little later in the article. Uh, if there's any shilling going on, my guess is it's between him and the Gemini Crypto Exchange, not mm. necessarily between him and uh, any of the actual coins. So we could talk more about that. But first, let's go to your calls and your thoughts. We have Jacob calling from Illinois. Jacob, you're on Free Talk Live. How are you guys doing tonight? Hey, Jacob, what's on your mind? Uh, I called a couple months ago about they shut down all our bars in Illinois, but uh, a lot of them were staying open. Excellent. Well, a couple people decided to snitch and whatnot and get them all closed back down. Oh, well, of course. Uh, about two weeks ago, they decided that it's okay for bars to be open to gamble in, but if you want to have a beer or food, you have to sit outside. What? So it's mm, just a wow. little irritating that they can get their cut, but we can't do nothing about it. Wow, that is now. Is this? Uh, have you considered overthrowing your government? <laughs> well, yeah, violence probably at least work. once a day. <laughs> yeah, he considers it daily. How about you just don't have rather, to do it violently? I, ra- yeah, rather than violence, yell at them until they go home. How about just ignore them and you know open up anyway with uh, hopefully other bars and other restaurants like come together well, and say, hey, let's let's just open up. That'd be great. I don't think Jacob is a bar owner. Are you, Are Jacob? You- no, I'm only 21 years old, man. Okay. <laughs> hey, um, so is this just within like your city? Is this the whole state of Illinois? Uh, the whole state of Illinois is open, except for Chicago, I think. But wow. I'm a ways away from there. Hey, do you know why there's a a souther a southerly wind always blowing out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin? No, I do not. It's because Chicago sucks. <laughs> it's a geography joke. Uh, you don't know oh, that yes. Milwaukee's north of Chicago, you wouldn't get that one, but that's all right. Anything else you want to say tonight, Jacob? Uh, no, I love your guys' show. Keep it going. All right, man. Thanks, Good luck. Thanks. I hope you get a beer soon, man. <laughs> they close the bars, and then they go, okay, you can open, but only if you're going to gamble. And I'm assuming the state takes a nice cut off of any gambling, yeah. right? Well, it seems like you can gamble inside, but then if then you have to go outside and drink your beer. If you want to gamble with your liver, yeah. you got to go outside. But if you want to gamble with with your right. cash, which with your is FRNs. because the COVID virus is very rare in that it drinks beer, which of course alcohol kills most viruses. Right, but but gambling, uh, COVID is very. It, it's apparently some sort of a repellent. Yeah, well, the thing is, COVID had a gambling problem years back, oh. and so it just can't stand to be around it now. <laughs> right, right. It went to gambling rehab. Uh, let's continue with your calls and thoughts. Let's go to Tom calling from New Hampshire. Tom, you are on Free Talk Yeah, Life. or you can gamble another way. Uh, by the way, let's say you've been drinking and you're thinking of trying your luck driving home to save a few bucks on a taxi or a ride share. You can try, you might get 
a DWI. You might go to prison for uh, killing somebody. You might get killed yourself. And you and might I hit a bump and spill your beer. Lotto, lotto. <laughs> now, yeah. uh, what I called about is you've got a constitutional provision in the 14th Amendment that no state shall deny to any person within its jurisdiction the equal protection of the laws. And that's been widely interpreted uh, by the courts. But there's another provision in there uh, that uh, in Article 4, Section 2, the citizens of each state shall be entitled to all privileges and immunities of citizens in the several states. And the Supreme Court, of course, has vomited forth many far-fetched judicial misinterpretations, uh, cutting down <laughs> on that as well. Oh, no, you have to pay out-of-state tuition because you're not a legal resident of that state, and you have to buy an out-of-state hunting license if you want to hunt elk in Montana because uh, you're not a citizen of Montana. Right. And the, the, you see, they don't really mean what they say, but with this stuff going on with the COVID-19 vaccinations, where the states are setting up programs and some of them are saying, oh, no, you can't do, cut the line. You're from out of state. This, this is a program only for, see, for some reason, it, I mean, it's not even the state government's job, of course, to provide COVID-19 vaccinations. It's the job of the private sector. But even if it was, you know, how literal can it be that, you know, the citizens of each state shall be entitled to all privileges and what's the next word? immunities. Mm. And what is the purpose of this vaccination? <laughs> Immunity. Right. Wow. It's going to be right up there with the first person who gets sentenced to death for treason and is sentenced to die by lethal injection. Where the Constitution says that no attainder of treason shall work corruption of blood. Yeah, another illustration <laughs> of blood. Well, if they, if you're putting a needle in somebody and you're injecting sodium pentothal into their blood, you are corrupting their blood. That's true. I used to corrupt my blood every weekend. But uh, the citizens of each state shall be entitled to all privileges and immunity. So what you're saying is the government doesn't follow its constitution, right? The, it's true. It seems to be the case. Surprise. Thanks for the call, Tom. We appreciate it. 603-283-6160 is our telephone number if you would like to join the conversation here at Free Talk Live. It's the Monday Night Edition, and we will talk about all sorts of fun stuff coming up. Having taken her father's throne, Sarah Calhoun has fallen out with one of her best allies, and her brother Nathaniel heads into Imperial Philadelphia with a reckless plan. Her uncle Thomas, armed with new powers and new allies, aims to remove Sarah from her throne and from the world of the living. To survive and to gain the strength she needs to fight an impossible war, Sarah must unite the Mound Builder Kings to enact an ancient rite that will propel her beyond mortality. Servant Daughter by T.J. Butler is the newest entry in the Dragon Award-winning Witchy War series from Bane Books at BaneBooks.com. Talk program back. <laughs> Listeners, call. Studio captain. Ian. Buffalo, come. <laughs> it is free talk live. <laughs> I don't know. I just decided to try and do the intro in the style of cavemen. 
See what happened. Unga bunga. I am a simple caveman. Your system frightens and confuses me. Me, Captain, you, listener. <laughs> Telephone 603-283-6160. I don't, cavemen didn't have telephones, of course. <laughs> didn't they make a movie about that in the 90s? They like Brendan bring... Fraser. Oh, right. They Encino like... Man. Encino, Encino Man, yeah. Man. That's what it was. Although I like the caveman lawyer better. Uh, so uh, going on with this bit about Gene Simmons uh, possibly shilling for Bitcoin and or an exchange, um, the blah, 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 blah. He says, I'm not recommending any of this to anyone, Simmons tweeted, but yes, I bought and or will own Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, and others. The KISS basis may have been referring to his cryptic tweet on September 15th, 2020. Nice. A number of cryptocurrency supporters responded to Simmons' tweet on Sunday, and of course, many shilled, they even used the word shill, many their shilled favorite. their favorite cryptos with funny responses, animated GIFs, and memes. Who says memes don't do anything positive? Who said that? Uh, people. people there's people who are like so anti-meme. Bringing laughter to the you world know? is a positive thing. I love memes, hmm. man. I think they're great. And if you don't laugh at memes, or at least some of them, you don't have any sense of humor. You have no soul. One Twitter account dubbed The Moon responded to Simmons' statement and said, Buying Bitcoin is a vote against the corrupt banking system. It's a great choice. Any price below $100,000 per Bitcoin is still cheap, he added. I don't know if that's the reason that uh, people buy Bitcoin, but it is definitely a strike against the banking system, whether people understand that or not. Uh, mm. The more people that buy Bitcoin, even if it's just to try to strike it rich, the better off we all are. It's true. And then the Kiss bassist and vocalist decided to tweet some more about a few other tokens he purchased. Not recommending any of these to anyone, he said again before his next message. But yes, I also bought Dogecoin, XRP, <laughs> and others. Make of it what you will. So this tweet, I can make a hat or a brooch or a pterodactyl. Or you could buy one with your cryptocurrency. Right? I and, could. Yeah. Probably not a pterodactyl, though. So the uh, the XRP bit, of course, generated a bit more controversy uh, from the haters. Uh, and somebody said, oh. "Somebody said, nice, Gene, you bought the bag holders deluxe pack." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both well, of Ripple's banker coin, but yeah. yeah, I wouldn't count them out quite yet. I mean, I by no means am a Ripple fanatic or anything like that. But you know, if they can actually help banks be not as awful then maybe there's money to be made yeah or if it could bridge between you know what we seem to refer to as real crypto and the banking system that would be mm -hmm. great too if it could act as a some sort of a, a bridge to cross that um i you know i, I welcome any I advancement think forward. specifically to prevent such crossing though oh well that um, sucks <laughs> yeah they're they're all about the kyc oh well well, now they have to actually go up against the SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission, which is what uh, shot their price down into the tank last month, uh, or was it in December? Anyway, several weeks ago, yeah. there was a huge drop in the price of Ripple, and it corresponded to the SEC filing lawsuit uh, against the organization. So they got they got to get out of those woods first before they'll have any chance of doing anything. Because right now, what happened with Ripple was a ton of uh, exchanges backed off and said, whoa. We don't want to be involved in trading you if the federal government is going to be coming after you. 
And mm. it's instructive in a couple of different ways in that, one, Ripple is a centralized company that controls a quote-unquote cryptocurrency. Now, whether or not mm. Ripple's an actual cryptocurrency, I, I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know if either of you know if you've ever looked deeply into uh, to Ripple. I, I have, have not. I have not, but I've been told that it's not a cryptocurrency in the sense that, you know, like Bitcoin and Ethereum are. But didn't it come before Bitcoin? If Ripple? Ripple? Yeah. I don't believe didn't it? so. I believe it did. Really? Yeah, I think the Ripple company was was out there. I don't know if Ripple in its current form came before Bitcoin, but I believe oh, that they had some sort of There product. may have been like an organization trying to do like digital cash or something. No, it wasn't digital cash. I think they've always had that sort of vision of uh, helping banks do sort of interbank transfers. Well, because I know there are avenues, I'm trying to remember what they're called now, that banks use that you and I can't use to, you know, trade with each other, oh, so to yeah. speak. The are, Federal Reserve, they call it. Uh, n- no, not necessarily. There's a, a a communication channel, if you will, where banks can transfer funds between banks, you know, without being charged any fees between them. It's like the, the Bankers Club network uh, where they can mm. exchange funds. But So, you know, if you, are, you bank with a bank and you move across the country and there happens to be a branch of bank there, your money mysteriously just shows up over there, that kind of a thing. Well, they don't actually keep your movie, your money in the same town yeah. you're in. They just keep a certain amount <laughs> of money in. in the bank, and then whoever shows up that has a claim to it, they'll give it to. Yeah. You said you're in. Huh? You said you're in. Ah, it's true. <laughs> so speaking of Bitcoin and all of that, and, you know, sort of celebrities and, you know, uh, I just, the reason I'm bringing these things up today is because I feel like the more these popular people you know, shill for Bitcoin, uh, the better it is for the cryptocurrency market. And so we've talked about previously on, on Free Talk Live, uh, Russell Okung, who now plays for the Carolina Panthers. He's an offensive lineman. Uh, he requested to be paid in Bitcoin, his NFL salary. And that mm-hmm. finally happened for him. Wait, they're doing it? Yeah. Yeah, they made it happen. Wow. Like I think his agent. Well, uh, the NFL isn't directly paying him in Bitcoin. I think his, his agent team. worked something out with the team where mm-hmm. they pay to I a don't company. Think the, F- the NFL pays those guys at all. I think the teams do. The NFL just licenses, right? Right. Yeah. 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 But the the team worked it out where like some of the pay. I think they used something like a bit wage, where you know it looks like a bank account and you send money to it and it just transduces it into a Bitcoin. It's not all of his salary; it's a percent of it. I think it's oh. like half or something like that. But anyway, so we've talked about that. Uh, you know, good for at, him at length, uh, and you can find it in the archives over at freetalklive.com. But this same guy, Russell Okung. Uh, is championing for Bitcoin amongst other people. Uh, and he is getting a myriad of celebrities to add the Bitcoin hashtag to their Twitter profiles. So following wow, that's cool. Following the day the Tesla founder Elon Musk added the Bitcoin hashtag to his Twitter profile, the popular Carolina Panthers offensive tackle Russell Okung told his social media followers to put the Bitcoin hashtag in their bio. Okung has managed to get hundreds of people to do it, but more recently, the NFL player started a decent train of celebrities with very large Twitter-following accounts to join the bandwagon, too. It's interesting timing for all this, you know, happening at the same time as the GameStop stock boosts that were going on last week. Supposedly, they were supposed to target, I think, silver this week. Uh, Silver is unavailable to be purchased 
in bullion, in coin, from all of the distributors. Uh, like, it can't be found, according to uh, Jamie Redmond. Of course, I sold Bitcoin. most of my silver last year. <laughs> uh, I, I, <laughs> picked, I picked some up recently at a sub-$25 price. So, nice. you know, not a lot, but, you know, enough to, if this thing happens. Do you think it, do you think it can happen? I, I mean, can they push silver? They're talking about $1,000 an ounce. Do you think they can do it? If the mechanics work the same mm. way the mechanics worked with the short squeeze on the on the GameStop, or the GameStop mm. stock, the GME, mm-hmm. if the mechanics are the same, then there's no reason why it can't. Yeah. The thing is, I think they could, but it doesn't look like that same group of people is actually trying to. Who's is uh, is um, the silver thing a different group of people or is it just a rumor? Is it is there I even anything to it? I don't know. I think it's I think no, it was the same, just a rumor. It's but the I'm same not Reddit sure. group that that did that is sparkly, it the same Reddit, same Reddit group? group. Yep. Because I'm actually a member of that. And really? I, I was looking there today. And well, you should see. log in see what they're saying. Because I'm not on it. I'm just going by what I read uh, from Jamie Redmond yesterday over at Bitcoin.com. What have you seen? Give us a call. 603-283-6160. Let us know. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero. That is the magic ten digits you need to join us here on Free Talk Live and take control of the airwaves. Talk about whatever's on your mind. In the studio tonight, it is myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass. It's Ian and nobody. And Bitcoin.com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. You can go there now and click on Get Started at the top of the page. Once you do that, you'll find a cornucopia of information neatly organized by your needs. There's no longer an excuse for ignorance of this important, world-changing information. If you are knowledgeable about crypto, check out news.bitcoin.com, where you can get the latest headlines of all the news relevant to you. Bitcoin.com is your source for buying cryptocurrency, getting a wallet, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news, all on a slick and easy-to-use website. Visit Bitcoin.com. Continuing on, and yes, this article is from Bitcoin.com. Russell Okung, the NFL tackle for the Carolina Panthers, has uh, started a train of folks putting the hashtag Bitcoin or BTC on their Twitter accounts. A train? Uh, Yes, a a train, if you will. A a bandwagon. A love train. He's pulling a train. A bandwagon, if you will, yes. Okay. Uh, he says, quote, everyone put hashtag Bitcoin in your bio, plant the flag and declare you're ready for the future. Well, send, send me a screenshot so I know it's real. Like it or not, the bandwagon approach is an effective way to, you know, get people on board with the thing. Yeah. Uh, that's, you know, at some point, Bitcoin has to hit a certain point of saturation. Right. And then it takes off. And social media is still the best place for these things to go viral. Yeah, I mean, how else would it do it? I mean, well, there is email, word of mouth, right, you know, but that's what social media is, yes. right? It's the new digital word of mouth. Right. Yeah, and with the whole mask thing, even if there's word of mouth, people probably won't understand it. Right. Uh, the football player is also well known for recently telling the world that he chose to take half of his $13 million NFL salary in Bitcoin payments. 
He says, quote, getting paid in Bitcoin is the first step of opting out of the corrupt, manipulative economy we all inhabit. Hmm. And I mean, I think those are some cool words, man. It's true. Yeah, I hope other people will follow his example and ask their employers to pay them in cryptocurrency like Bitcoin. I think that would be fantastic because one of the reasons why business owners are reluctant to accept Bitcoin as payment is because they don't know what to do with it. They don't see it as something that is useful to them, you know, beyond the obvious it could go up in value. Well, you could pay some of your employees with it if you knew that they were interested in it. And if the employees don't say to you that they're interested, then you have no reason to believe it. So if you're an employee out there and, you know, you have access to the boss, you're not at some super mega corporation, you can actually talk to the guy that runs or the gal or whoever that runs the company. Ask them, you know, but hang it out there. See what they say. Yeah. And if it comes from more than one employee, then they might start taking it seriously. Yeah, it's possible. Um, so Russell Lacoon has been successful at getting some current and former celebrities uh, to also jump on the bandwagon. Uh, some of the individuals included the spiritual guru Sophia Hyatt, Westbrook Media's Brad Haugen, Mr. Beast, the singer Joy Villa, Reddit co-founder Alexis Ohanian, Skybridge Capitals, Anthony. I don't Anthony. know who most of these people are. Yeah, me neither. Uh, but then again, Russell Okung is much younger than I am. <laughs> yeah. That's like when I bought uh, Weird Al's last album that he put out. Um, I I had no idea what any of the source material was. Oh, right. So that when I listened to it, it just sounded like Weird Al making crappy New pop songs, music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I have no point of reference for any of these. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, You with... don't know Royals? No. Is that his uh, most recent album? Uh, yeah, that's the okay. one he, he uses for the uh, tune of Foil. I'm familiar with the song. I just yeah, I wasn't familiar sure if that was his most recent. Of, yeah, any of, any of that. Yeah. Um, wow, weird. That was his most it. political album. I've never heard him do political stuff before, and he's got two on, on this album. Interesting. Foil and Party of the CIA. Nice. Yep. Uh, Which is a Miley Cyrus song, in case you don't <laughs> Well, now you're breaking my achy break your heart. <laughs> Wrong Cyrus. Oh, All right. Yeah, that's, that's the, the elder. Yeah. That's the elder Cyrus. Billy Ray. Billy Ray Cyrus. I don't know if he talks like yeah. that, but I assume he does. <laughs> uh, every one of the There's celebs- actually a parody of that, that if you play that song, that achy breaky song, Ish. I might go nuts and kill the band. <laughs> <laughs> I always had one. It was my stinky effing fart. Yeah, it you sounds like never you got do. out of high school, did you? <laughs> my, sense of humor, my sense of humor didn't even get out of middle school, bro. Okay. We're talking 12. Uh, at any rate, every one of the celebrities that Russell Lacoon managed to get to repeat this hashtag uh, has well over 100,000 Twitter followers or a whole lot more. A salute to those building a decentralized future, he says. He further tweeted on Saturday, the message is clear. We're not here to play a part. We're here to take over. The uh, he added hmm. uh, the following day, Okung also tweeted a disdainful message toward the Great Reset agenda. Oh, good! You will, nice. he says, you will own nothing and you will be happy. Okung tweeted, referring to November twenty sixth, twenty sixteen World Economic Forum tweet that originally stems from a prediction made by a member of Danish Parliament, Ida Auken. Now translated as, "We will own everything and you will let us." The NFL player said on <laughs> Sunday morning. We're going to take all your stuff and make you like it. Yeah. <laughs> I so, like this guy. Yeah, I, I do too. The The more he gets involved in this kind of thing, he seems like he's got you know, a brain 
right? Not a lot of athletes are known for being yeah, the yeah. smartest people on the planet. You oh, know? They've taken a lot of hits mm-hmm. to the head, too. That doesn't help. They sure have. Um, but this guy seems to get it. And uh, I welcome any kind of support like this from, well, anybody, really, uh, for these types of things, particularly uh, for you know getting out of the banking system that exists, getting out of the, the governments that are trying to do all sorts of things to control you and what you do in your daily life. It can't happen soon enough. It can't, no. It's true. So since we've talked a little bit about the NFL and Russell Okung, uh, in six days or so this Sunday is Superb Owl Sunday. I say Superb Owl because people sometimes get sued for saying Super Bowl. They do. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's why a lot of uh, advertisements will refer to it as the big game. Right. Now that you now that you know the phrase, you'll you'll start noticing it everywhere. Yeah. I doubt it. I well, if you don't ever see actually have a TV. Yeah, I don't either, but yeah. <laughs> I have large computer monitors that sometimes act as TVs, but they're really large computer monitors. Yeah, but I never torrent any commercials. Yeah, that's one of the beautiful things about that, isn't it? Now, I don't know what the rules are when it comes to the big game. Like, can you talk about the Super Bowl as in, like, here's what happened on the Super Bowl, even if it's a commercial program? Or is it only for commercial, you know, like actual commercial announcements where you're selling a, a, you know, snack food? I'm I'm certain that fair use applies Mm -hmm. to the word Super Bowl. So if we are reporting on a thing involving the Super Bowl, that is fair use. I see. Okay. But yeah, if I mean, we're McDonald's using it. McDonald's is trademarked, and you can say, I right. went to McDonald's today, or say, right. McDonald's is trademarked. But like, um, uh, I know of just internet forums that are, you know, say, sports ball centric. And if they put up a, a thread that says, you know, predict the Super Bowl outcome. Uh, that they have received a cease and desist letter or you know some other legal you know uh, documentation from whoever the attorneys for the NFL are. Well, the difference wow. between McDonald's and the Super Bowl is McDonald's doesn't sue their fans. Right. You know, if you go around and and mm. talk about how great you know your experience at McDonald's was, they're not going to come after you because they don't think you're making money off of that. Whereas they think that these companies are making money off of right. the Super Bowl, the use of yeah. the term. Now, well, it's internet probably forum, because though. it's run well, the by internet, stupid people. Well, the internet forums. Uh, whenever this happened, it was when most of them were ad driven. So if you go to the forum, you're right. They're making money off of the ad revenue and the eyes that are set on the ads, the banner ads and stuff like that. That uh, used to be real well, popular. They would like to make money. I suspect most of them were barely paying their internet bills. I suspect the same, but at the same time, that's what yeah. they were citing as the legal uh, precedent for that was in order to tell them that. Hmm. But this from Blaze Media, uh, L.A. County puts new restriction on restaurants ahead of the Super Bowl. TVs must be turned off. Wow. <laughs> Do they give any justification for this? Any they don't want people going out. As to why that might be a good idea. They do. Right underneath the headline, it says, quote, it will be tragic if the Super Bowl becomes the super spreader of coronavirus. Oh, they don't good. want you yeah. going to the bar. That's what they, they want to stop. And it's the first These time I think need in to be history. mulched. It's got to be the first time in the history of the government where they've actually wanted people to turn the TV off. That's... That's probably an accurate statement. I hadn't thought about that. We've got more Free Talk Live coming up. 603-283-6160 if you would like to join us. 
Look, I'm sorry, but you're in for a world of pain if you use Koinomi. The reason is their wallet doesn't support payments. The solution is simple. Let them hear your voice. Message Koinomi on Twitter. It takes five seconds and tell them any pay sent you because they're on the fence right now. And your voice will prove that people care about using Bitcoin for payments. Go tweet at Koinomi now or even better, leave a review in the app store. They really pay attention there. Thanks. Free Talk Live. The telephone number that you need to write down, you need to etch into stone, maybe grab a crayon and write on the fridge. Or you could just put it in your phone book. It's 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160 is the number if you'd like to join the conversation here at Free Talk Live. We are a live call and talk radio program where you can take control of the airwaves and talk about, well, anything that's on your mind. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. It's Ian. And nobody. And we have been... Just beginning to cover this article from TheBlaze.com. L.A. County puts a new restriction on restaurants ahead of the Super Bowl. Televisions must be turned off. California Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom lifted his... Yeah, totally. Lifted his stay-at-home lockdown order last week, allowing businesses deemed non-essential by the government, including restaurants and salons, to resume in some person or some in-person operations with safety precautions in place. However, comma, Los Angeles County public health officials have already enacted a new restriction that has many people scratching their heads. No TVs on at restaurants. What are the On details? Super Bowl, on Super Bowl Sunday, right? Super Bowl Sunday. Hmm. Well, uh, L.A. County public health officials released the new restrictions on Friday on outdoor dining as indoor dining is still prohibited. In the country, those restrictions include televisions must not be turned on. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's just so hilarious. So hold on, this is specific to the Super Bowl or not specific to the Super Bowl? Uh, well, I'm I actually not sure really about this know. now. I'm not sure either, but it's certainly in advance of the Super Bowl, which is occurring, yeah, you know, on Sunday. Uh, televisions must the not funny be turned thing on. Is I I don't even know. I mean, what do you think the guy's brother-in-law does? Who came up with this rule that made it somehow profitable to do that? What's Cable profitable? TV repairman? I don't, I don't know. No, this yeah, this is just total control. This yeah. isn't this isn't about profit. Not not everything they're doing is about enriching one of their cronies. In in the case of uh, these crackdowns, they just want to see how far they can get away with this stuff. They they just want to keep pushing it and keep pushing it because people seem like they'll put up with anything. They'll do anything they're told to do. Put three masks on. They're saying. Well, right. So uh, the bullet point number two I is they backed off the multi mask. No, thing. I don't think they did. <laughs> I, I think Fauci uh, walked to that this. back. Listen to this. Bullet point number two: uh, Employees who come into contact with customers must wear a face mask and a face shield. <laughs> mm. That's going to look ridiculous. I, I, I also laughed when I read do that. It. 
No more than six people may be seated at any table. Every person at the table must be from the same household. Tables must be placed at least eight feet apart, not the traditional six feet. How is it that six feet is the traditional distance for these tables? It's, I guess right. it's the new tradition. Right, the new tradition as of 10 months ago. To answer your question, Ian, officials said they placed restrictions on TV operations because they fear Super Bowl watch parties could become super spreader events. Okay. But it's not clear if this expires after the Super Bowl. This sounds like a I don't new think set of it rules. expires. Yeah. I think they're just saying this is how it is. Right. Uh, let's see. They have wow. a link to the actual thing. And this is why we should not have morons running our lives. Yeah. There are way too many of those. Um, Unfortunately, it seems like this is what people want. You know, people are just doing what they're told. They're going along with it. So why shouldn't we expect to get more But of Ian, it? the government knows best for us. I think that's what people actually believe. They know better. They're, they get paid for making these kind of decisions. They know what to do. Yeah. I mean, even Send though... Send me some money. I'll make your decisions for it. Even right? though some people do understand that the government is, you know, absolutely slow and stupid and useless... They still, man, whenever it has to do with public health, they just change their minds about everything. You know, nobody, you bring up a good point. Imagine the market there would be for actual leadership in the absence of governance. Mm. Right? Like people who are genuinely like respected by their communities and looked up as like fair men who make, you know, great decisions and, you know, give good advice and all that kind of stuff. People would actually gravitate towards them in a in a marketplace for the purpose of leadership and mentorship. Well, and that already kind of so they wouldn't pick morons if they weren't imposing them on everybody. They might still pick morons, but they'd be free to dump that moron and go as with a different as, one as soon Find as they figured out. Moron. As soon as they figured out that they were morons. Well, it, that's happening now. I mean, you have various different self-help gurus that are out yeah. there. Yeah, isn't Gavin Newsom working on getting recalled right now? I've never called him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nor would I call, call him, him in the first place. Not going to recall him now, are you? <laughs> I don't have his number. I don't want it. If I did have it, I'd probably post it somewhere for everybody else to have in case they wanted a prank call. Like on a bathroom wall. <laughs> for a good time. <laughs> call Mr. Newsom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this quote from the Los Angeles Times. We really do need to be cautious as we move forward, given we have a major sporting event coming up, and it's not uncommon for people to be yelling, shouting, <gasps> screaming during the excitement of the game, said Quick, L.A. County somebody Health Official. Panic. Thou shalt not be excited. Dr. Muntu Davis is this L.A. County Health Officer. Muntu? M-U-N-T-U. Muntu Davis. Hmm. There is no such thing as... A no risk at a restaurant or any other setting where people from different households are together, he added. How dare they? How dare people get together to have fun? Yeah, well, Dogs so- and cats living together, fire and brimstone falling from the sky. They certainly aren't going to want people to have Super Bowl parties either. It wouldn't surprise me if the CDC has already put out the same stupid guidance, so-called, they put out during Christmas and during Thanksgiving and, you know, the the other holidays where people get together. Right, because Super Bowl Sunday is an unwritten holiday as far as the American culture is concerned. It absolutely is. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if if, if I were to just search CDC. I'm just going to try this to see if I can find CDC Super Bowl. Wouldn't do, surprise me. Do, 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 You'd think they could just do, say do, no parties do, up front do, instead of like do, 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 naming do, do, which parties you can't have. 
Uh, yep, Super Bowl bummer. CDC warns against cheering at parties. No cheering! <laughs> so, according to the New York Post... Sports... Well, if you're a cheerleader and you're not getting hired for a party this year, come and lead a cheer at my place. Right. <laughs> CDC prevention guidelines, Their agents, uh, the agency says virtual watch parties or spaced out outdoor gatherings are the safest bets for catching the big game during the COVID-19 pandemic. Sports junkies are reminded to wear masks, maintain social distancing, avoid crowded and poorly ventilated indoor spaces, and wash their hands in order to, quote, make small gatherings safer, unquote. CDC warns against shouting, cheering loudly, or singing as the Kansas City Chiefs (laughs) take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Clap, stomp your feet, or bring or provide handheld noisemakers instead, said the agency. Oh, God. The quarterback hands the running back the ball. He breaks a tackle. He's at the 40, the 30, the 20, and he scores a touchdown. Mm. (laughs) It's a very anticlimactic ending to that particular phrase. Mm. People also should bring their own food, drinks, plates, cups, utensils, and condiment packets to a gathering. And be sure to wear a condiment. It's a condom. It's a mint. It's a condiment. (laughs) Uh, Public health professor Jay Wolfson of the University of South Florida told the Tampa Bay Times, which is almost out of business, by the way, that the uh, that by now everyone should know the ingredients for a responsible Super Bowl get together. They should change their name to the Hookers and Blow. They should change their name to the L.A. Times are tough. (laughs) (laughs) Wear the darn mask, especially when around folks you don't live with. Socially distance, wash your hands, carry sanitizer and use common sense. Put the put in the discipline this year so your family and friends can better enjoy next year and beyond without the residue of COVID. But we I mean, who believes this? At COVID this point? leaves a residue. We all know that this COVID thing is going to keep coming again and again. There's going to be yeah, different variants of it, uh, different, you know, mutations of it over oh, time. They're always they're already talking about the mutations, the South yeah. African variants. Right. So now they're just saying, Oh, just keep obeying, keep doing everything we say and everything will be okay next year. Sure. Yeah, the South African variant only kills white farmers. Right. Don't worry, LA Times. The LA Times are almost up. 603-283-6160 is our phone number. If you would like to join the conversation here at Free Talk Live, will you cheer out loud and carry on it during the Super Bowl? I might Let us just know. to be disobedient. Yeah, it is Free Talk Live. 603-283-6160 is the number. Should you want to join the conversation in the studio tonight, it's myself, the Reverend Captain Kickass. It's Ian. And Pope Nobody of the Church of the Invisible Hand. And we're here to talk about all sorts of fun things. We've been talking about this article from The Blaze that... (laughs) Blaze it. Yeah, man. That like LA County isn't allowing TVs during the Super Bowl, man. And well, maybe afterwards. Well, and most likely afterwards. I I opened up the link to the actual restrictions they released, and um, I didn't get a sense. I mean, it's a bunch of legalese, so mm-hmm. I didn't want to like bore myself to death by reading through it sure. to see. But uh, the the last bit at the very bottom of the article, it says, anything else? 
and nobody this will amuse you or at least answer your bit. Health officials are reportedly concerned about the Super Bowl in particular because they suspect the championship celebrations for the L.A. Lakers and the Los Angeles Dodgers contributed to the massive COVID-19 spike in the L.A. area last fall. <laughs> wow. So they're pointing to a previous uh, you know, sports event where folks did gather and did, I'm sure, shout and cheer and sing and you know all the things they're telling you not to do now. They probably had TVs on in the restaurants for this, yeah. uh, and so they're like, "Oh, we I'm can't." I'm sure have- a lot of people like got stabbed and died to COVID. Yeah, they're like, "We can't have any of that." <laughs> yeah, COVID went on a stabbing spree. Yes, it does that. It does that. He shot a guy in uh, well, where was that? Kansas. Where COVID shot the guy? I don't know. A virus so bad it once shot a guy for snoring too loud. Oh, God, I remember those. That was a <laughs> Time, time Life, Life books. Western yeah, series. Do you like the old West? Man so mean, he once shot a man just for snoring. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's the gist of it. But uh, I, I'm still amused by the uh, employees need to wear a mask and a face shield when waiting on customers at these rooms. Outdoor restaurant because they can't go inside. They're outdoors. They're outdoors. Yeah. So. And wow. also, you have to wear handcuffs and a tight leather <laughs> choker. The CDC is now <laughs> recommending that people that everybody wear a blindfold so that they can't see what the heck's going on either. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the CDC, that was what it was supposed to be at first. It was all about touching your eyes. Remember that? Remember when touching your eyes was a big deal? Yeah, you remember when uh, the COVID first started coming around and they were like, okay, make sure you just wash your hands frequently. Uh, remember when it was two weeks to stop, to, to, to level the <laughs> playing field or something? It seems so long ago. Flatten the curve, that's what it was. Speaking of the CDC, this from Forbes. Uh, this is a couple days old, but I wanted to just mention this thing because it actually leads into something else that we'll get into. But the CDC no longer constrained by Trump, according to Forbes, issues order that makes not wearing a mask on public transportation a federal crime. Since when were they constrained by Trump? I mean, yeah, I I don't like that. Well, you don't know how much he maybe he did do some good when he was in office and they just didn't report. He went along with the whole thing and they would have done this exact same thing if Trump were still in office. It's bunk. Maybe. Yeah, well, they did go ahead and issue an extensive federal public health order late Friday uh, requiring all individuals to wear masks over their mouth and nose on nearly all forms of public transportation and private ride-sharing services and making refusal to wear a face covering a violation of federal law. Whoopie-doo. Wow. Well, what that is important for, though, is in... States where the state government is not enthusiastic about doing things like this, it opens up the uh, the possibility of sending in federal troops to like wipe your nose and make sure you're wearing a mask. Here's a hanky. <laughs> well, I mean, did anybody notice the federal troops that were in D.C. were all laying down right next to one another without a bunch of masks? Oh, I on, noticed. So they didn't seem to care that much. I noticed. Yeah. Yeah, the, 20,000 uh, of them or whatever. Yeah. But that's the thing. They'll happily kill you for doing things that, that they, they do. do. You know yeah. a lot of yeah. them smoked weed. Has sure. anybody <laughs> noticed that uh, 
well, things that the government considers a crime when you do them are just fine for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not a crime when government does it, but when you do it, it's totally a crime. I am the law. <laughs> now, what, I wonder what it means when it says it's a federal uh, violation. I think that was the well, word, wording that it used. Let's look at the key facts, shall we? The order, which takes effect on Tuesday, requires a now, mask be worn. keep in mind that when they say federal, somebody asked me the other day whether, uh, whether federal crimes were all felonies. And despite both of those starting with Fs, federal crimes are not defined as being more severe than state-level crimes, and in some jurisdictions, like D.C., pretty much everything is federal, uh, or military bases. Um, and they have so there are there. federal misdemeanors. Uh, you can get a federal speeding ticket, but it's not any different sure. to, from a state level to speeding me, ticket. To me, what it means is that it doesn't matter what state you're in; it's it's a crime now. Um, well, see, I would say no matter what state you're in, it's not a crime because it doesn't fit the definition of the no word victim. crime. But right, it might be illegal. It's it's prosecutable. Well, my very existence is prosecutable. Yeah. I yeah, you know, I'd be curious to know exactly how they they plan to uh, enforce this thing because if Stupidly. they're just going to write a violation, if this is just a, a violation of a, what is essentially a federal government agency's issued order, then that's not going to be well, the same first thing. First of all, as- when did the CDC get you know any kind of ability to issue something and make it a federal crime? Well, that's the thing. This- did, wait, the federal, the CDC did good catch. They can't. They don't have the authority to create crimes that would require an act of Congress. That's kind of what I was trying to right. uh, to point out here is that this may be a violation of the CDC's private you know, rules or code or orders that they're publishing. And does that mean it's a misdemeanor level offense? I doubt it. You know, it's probably going to be a ticketable thing. And then if you ignore the ticket, they might have to send you to the Justice Department for prosecution. Maybe I'm I'm thinking about the way the FCC does things. So if you, for instance, if you if you run a pirate radio station, which means you're asked, you're not asking for permission to broadcast. If you do that and they catch you, they may steal all of your equipment. But the only thing they can do to you, if you're not in New York or Florida, where there are actually uh, laws against running pirate radio stations, but if yeah. you're in the other 48 states, as I understand it, and uh, you know, this is just my understanding of it, uh, then they'll just simply write you a fine and say, all right, you owe us $10,000. I suspect. See, that's the you- thing is I want to get one of those damn fines because I don't have anything, so it's there's nothing for them to take. But then if you but- don't pay them, then they supposedly have to go through the Justice Department to get them to bring some sort of legal action to try to collect from you, in which case and then you would have the ability to defend yourself in court on a free speech basis. This says, First Amendment, baby. This says, while the CDC reserves the right to enforce through criminal penalties, civil penalties such as fines are far more likely. Mm-hmm. 603-283-6160. And how are they going to enforce those? I don't know. Perhaps we'll find out when we come back. What if the United States and the Soviet Union had fought on land, sea, air, and the astral plane, struggled for dominion across parallel dimensions, or on the surface of the moon? What wonders would have been unveiled? What terrors would have haunted mankind from those dark and dismal dimensions? Come closer, peer through a glass darkly, and discover the horrifying alternative visions of World War III from some of today's greatest minds in science fiction, fantasy, and horror, Weird World War III. Available now from Bane Books at BaneBooks.com. Thank you. 
Welcome back to the program, everybody. Welcome back to the show. It is Free Talk Live. Every time you do that, I think, welcome back, my friends, to the show that never mm-hmm. ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come, come inside, come inside. inside. <laughs> if only we had harmony. Yes, that's also a stripper name. Huh? I said, if only we had harmony. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Or melody. Six zero three two eight three six one six zero is our phone number. We'll get to your calls and thoughts momentarily. It is myself, the captain. It's Ian. I think I'm nobody. And we're in the studio bringing you this illustrious program. I only made it through 10 pages of the CDC oh, God. order in an attempt to find anything that resembled enforcement or or date. Does he get a bonus for that? He should get a bonus no, it's for just- that punishment uh, i know that's it should be like combat pay captain kick ass that edge you can send me a, a tip in cryptocurrency hey, nice that's the fio name by the way it is it's uh, to look that up the the edge wallet provides a, a nifty uh vanity address didn't i hear there was another wallet doing it too was yeah it there's Mycelium? um i don't remember who it was. Tra- i don't remember either well but you I, could certainly do it with Namecoin. uh no one sure. pays any attention to Namecoin anymore really did they die no, it's still around. Huh. But uh, the Edge Wallet, I mean, uh, through the Edge Wallet, you could get your own, I'm going to call it a domain, I don't know what the, they actually call it, but where I could be like Captain at Kickass, uh, and it would yeah, transduce the funds in the same way. equivalent to a domain name But I would have internet. to pay some extra, whereas they just gave me the one vanity address for free by having a wallet through Edge, so... Uh, I took advantage of it. And, uh, so, yeah, if you, any listeners out there, you want to tip me, it's Captain Kickass at Edge. You could just use that as the two address in sending cryptocurrency. I accept BTC, BCH, Ethereum, uh, BSV, uh, and a few others, too, that I can't remember. You got Monero? Uh, I do accept Monero. Sexual favors. Um well, that's not a coin yet. Hey, apparently Coinomi supports this. Why isn't there a coin for that yet? I, don't know. I know there's a a a, a, a TIT coin. Is coin? there? I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on the air, but... Uh, uh, well... <laughs> Eddie Money says it in Shaken. And they play the un- they, they play the uncensored version of they or they played that in the uncensored or yeah. the censored version or whatever you want to call it. The radio play version. Oh, I see. Yeah. Although they're not... They're, they're, they're not as... Uh, as uh, easy as I remember, because I thought it was wrapped up like a douche. It's not. Yeah, I used oh, to, yeah. I used to think yeah, it was wrapped up like a douche. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Ian, before we get to the caller, uh, I wanted to tell you that last September, this is from the article, the CDC drafted a very similar order, and I think we covered this on Free Talk Live, that it was that it was proposed requiring all passengers and employees to wear masks on all forms of public commercial transportation, et cetera, and so on. But it was blocked by the Trump administration. Ah, okay, so Trump did do something right. there. And as a result, the CDC was limited to only issuing strong recommendations for uh, mask interesting. use. Trump, who often questioned the effectiveness... I got a strong recommendation for them. Yeah. Trump, who often questioned <laughs> effectiveness of face coverings uh, in preventing COVID-19, frequently mocked Biden for wearing a mask, and also reportedly rejected efforts by Congress to mandate mask use. Uh, President Biden issued an executive order on his second day in office directing federal agencies to immediately take action on the issue. While airline companies and most other modes of public transportation already require masks, 
the CDC order is significant because it will make not wearing a mask a violation of federal law. The distinction will likely make enforcing mask wearing far easier for flight attendants and other transportation employees. So I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, but it still won't be easy to get me on a plane. Right. Meaning that now they'll be able to say, oh, it's not our policy. It's the federal law. Right. You have to obey. Right. Mm. I'm just doing my job. It's the federal law. You must obey. Well, the other thing is it protects them from from liability. There are likely going to still be medical exemptions to this, but not all companies will recognize that, which a lot of the airlines are ignoring medical exemptions. They're actually telling people with medical issues to not fly. Right. Wow. And I don't know. That's something that, you know, I'm not a believer in using the courts, but the airlines pretty much live by the courts, so they might as well die by the courts. And I would be delighted if somebody sued some of these companies Mm. over this stuff. Let's, uh, if nothing else, give them some fear, uncertainty, and doubt. (laughs) Let's go to the phones. Speaking of things we can't say on the radio, we have Turd Ferguson calling from PA. Turd, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, thanks for taking my call tonight. So um, I just wanted to talk about uh, the new president of the United States because um, you got you got a Biden boner. (laughs) Well, I've got an inverse. I I I have an inverse Biden boner is what I've got. But uh, I I had forgotten that we had a new president. Let's not talk further about that. Okay, we're just going to leave that going. Go ahead, Turd. I'm just going to leave that hanging there in the air. (laughs) (laughs) Unsaid. Come on, let Turd talk. Yeah, we can leave the body part talk for another time. But um, I had forgotten uh, almost that we had had a new president up until the other, uh, like, two days ago because – Joe Biden is so quiet and so boring, uh, unlike the last president, who was very loud and exciting and just made me laugh all the time. And uh, and now that that this new president is uh, is in office, I already kind of missed some of the entertainment. But I should say though that there's some policy issues that I think are are are, are much bigger concerns that people should should actually be afraid about. Such Joe as, Biden. such as. Uh, well, well, such that such as that he's the biggest warmonger that's like ever existed in the history of the of the United States government. But but let me say this also: there are it's a lot of Democrats. That... Or, well, I was going to say there used to be at least a lot of liberal stations or left leaning, maybe NPR affiliate stations that carried Free Talk Live. I believe. No, and um, uh, we've never and, been on uh, on NPR. NPR is essentially public radio, and as a oh, right. uh, they're close to us. Yeah, as a radio show <laughs> that has uh, you know commercial attributes, we can't really be there. But we have been on what have been called in the past progressive talk stations. These are left wing talkers uh, that do basically the same things the right wing talk stations do, except from the left wing. And most of them have gone off the air at this point. That's progress. Uh, well, well, they you're still on some of them because Jerome still calls into the show. But I, I think all these voters that uh, voted for for uh, Joe Biden uh, uh, forget that he and the rest of the Democratic caucus, the, the rest of the Democratic caucus, and in particular uh, the two senators <clears throat> that are down that were elected in the Georgia runoff elections. Uh, down there, uh, I think one's name is like Ossoff, and the other one's like some uh, pastor that like ran over his wife's foot or something. Mm-hmm. And they and the Democratic Caucus and Joe Biden really like 
strongly hinted at the American people, like didn't straight up promise them, but they were like, yeah, if you vote for us and you and you give us the Senate and you give us the House and you give us the presidency, you're going to get $2,000 checks. And, and, and that's what they really hinted at for, for, um, for weeks leading up to the presidential election. Well, d- Captain, then, didn't you have something group, about $2,000 checks I, I per month? Do. I think they should make it 20000 Why I, not? Print that money. So, so here's, here's the way I understand it is they, they made this promise of, you know, hey, if you, if you elect Biden, uh, we'll give you $2,000. And then they, they only sent out the $600 checks. And so then once Biden was elected, they're like, okay, now we're getting ready to try and send you up the $1,400 because $1,400 minus $600 is $2,000, right? So somehow it turned from that. they, they plus or minus, 600. Sorry, $2,000 minus $600 is $1,400. Right. Here's what right. we ought yeah, to that's do. What and, and, and keep this in mind, too, that a lot of people didn't even get the $600 check. A lot of, uh, and, and they were, they, in order to get the $600, they would have had to file a 2020 tax return yeah. to get that actual stimulus payment, which a lot of, uh, you know, um, gig workers, like people that work for Uber Eats, and I don't know how much, uh, I bet we're up against the heartbreak, so I'll try to be quick. A lot of people that work for Uber Eats, they don't, they don't file tax Oh, turn it on, I'm going to have to pinch you off, bro. Uh, <laughs> More coming up. Talk Live. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. The number is 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. If you'd like to join the conversation in the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. It's Ian. And nobody. And AnyPay 2.0 is here, and crypto payments are now faster than ever. If you're using Edge Wallet, Handcash, Bitcoin.com, or Dash Wallet, your experience should be smooth, but some wallets aren't quite ready for this impressive new technology. These wallet programmers need to hear from you, the Coin-o-me. wallet users. Yeah, Coinomi specifically. <laughs> Visit anypayinc.com forward slash upgrade, Coinomi, to learn why some popular wallets are incompatible with AnyPay 2.0 and reach out to the wallet programmers to encourage them to make payments perfect at anypayinc.com forward slash upgrade. That's anypayinc.com dot com forward slash upgrade so we're we were talking about this bit uh from forbes saying that the cdc no longer constrained by trump issues order that makes not wearing a mask on public transportation a federal crime so apparently they've been able to do that i just wanted to say the the little paragraph here at the bottom of this says as of this week all travelers flying into the u.s are required to provide proof of negative covid19 test taken no more than three days before their flight or they'll be denied boarding On Tuesday, a senior CDC official said that the Biden administration is actively looking at requiring COVID-19 tests before domestic flights as well. These are conversations that are ongoing. CDC director for the... Can we secede now? Oh, I'd love Mm. to. See, Trump was bad, according to the liberals, because he restricted uh, air travel from certain Muslim uh, countries. I agreed with them on that. But here they're going to say that Biden is good because he's restricting air travel from, well, the entire world to anyone who doesn't have their government inspections. 
yeah, three it, days a before huge the flight. Double standard that uh, you know. I mean, it's it is so glaring that not e- even though I don't like the guy, it's like I am so sick of hearing people hate on him for Trump. You mean or Biden? Uh, for Trump? Okay. Well, imagine this. I'm going to go. I don't know. I'm going to go fly to Seattle for a week. So I have to have a COVID test taken no more than three days before I leave. I have to have another one before I come back. No, that's only into the United States. No, they said they're considering it for domestic flights as well. Sure, but it hasn't. If it's they not do, official right? Yet. But just imagine yeah. when they do, because I feel like it's a when, not an if. Yeah, you're probably right. Right? Like, so I gotta find some place in a city that I mean, okay, I'm familiar with Seattle, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I gotta take the test before I leave New Hampshire. Yeah, and then I gotta take it again before I leave Seattle just to come back. What if I just want well, to go the, for an afternoon, you know, or one night? Well, then you could probably use the same test because it's within three days of the flight. Why is it better for the public health to have you sick in Seattle than to, to have you sick here? I don't know. It's all about and, control. And I really hate the whole papers, please, yep. yeah. about this. I, I, it just, mm, it really irks my soul. Oh, see, it's not papers, please, because they're not asking for your ID. They just want your health certificate. Which, you know, yeah. I mean. Oh, yeah, and they I'll want your ID. my too. dog license. Yeah. You know, I mean, actually, they want both. They want your ID I, and your. Yeah, I don't. I don't care so. what agency it comes from. They're still asking for papers. Yeah, you know. Uh, pardon me, but uh, you're not my doctor. You don't get to look at any of that. Yeah, you know? that's the way I feel I'm going to have to look inside your. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, Bend over and spread them. It's for the good of your country. So now that yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> now that we know that uh, wearing a mask has been federally mandated now, it's no longer up to the states and the communities and all that kind of thing. And they're saying it's on all public and commercial transportation. All. Which would mean that if you were to, let's Including say, ride-sharing like Uber and Lyft. Yeah. So uh, so if, if Cell 411, for instance, uh, revamps its ride-sharing section, then one could operate that in pure violation of the federal rules, and that would just be wonderful. Certainly could. Yeah. And yes, it would. And the thing is, I would say that the time is right for agorist ride-sharing. Oh, yeah. If anybody's thinking about it, because, you know, a lot of the coward, there's a lot of people cowering in their homes and, uh, you know, but they're, they're don't want to drive. But there's a lot of people who want to go out, too. And uh, I would love to have somebody I I could call who would reliably not be giving me a hard time about that kind of thing. Yeah. So this from the hill dot com just today. The Transportation Security Administration, known as the TSA, as I like to call them, touching some ass, or the tyrannical sexual assault. Thousands standing standing around. around, Has been authorized to fine passengers who fail to comply with the new mask requirements on public transportation systems. Oh. Oh, huh. Weird. Interesting. So now the TSA has become the mask police. Yeah. Well, now, just so you know, the TSA, this isn't the first time that they've had the ability to find people. It's just you don't hear very much about it. I remember years ago reporting on people, and I believe even Russell Canning, a former activist here in the Keene area, had received one of these at one point, where if you had gone in through the checkpoint, Mm -hmm. and let's say you honestly forgot and you left a knife in your bag mm-hmm. and they catch the knife they don't they may not actually arrest you for it mm-hmm. they may just later on not in the instant they won't like write it to you right there but they'll they'll note your your name and address and they'll actually send an issue to you a fine after the fact i think it was like 250 bucks and they got to keep your knife too by the way 
So wow. this is, I'm just pointing out, this isn't the first time they've been finding people for Yeah, and violation. I'm sure it's going to get worse. I imagine, and I'm not trying to give these guys any ideas, but I imagine in the future uh, it's going to be real easy for some government entity just to go, hey, let's give these guys guns, the TSA that is, and the TSA now becomes uh, an additional federal enforcement agency. Oh, God. And they've got like you know, the, the highest sex offender yeah. rate of any federal agency. <laughs> the blue shirts change I color mean, and become the brown shirts. You know, I mean, it's real easy. Really easy wow. to do. Wow. I'm tempted to go in and get a job as a, uh, get a, job as a TSA agent, except that I identify oh as female. I, I wonder um, if. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Miss nobody. <laughs> Miss nobody. <laughs> I wonder if this. Well, is... nobody can be anything. I wonder if this is something like uh, if you go through the TSA and you're not wearing a mask and they, they go, well, we're going to give you a fine. You're like, that's fine. And you, you receive the fine and then you just continue not wearing the mask. Yeah, sure. And then somebody's like, hey, you're not wearing a mask. We can give you a fine. You're like, I already got one. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? But I wonder if you could just carry that set. fine. I wonder if you could just carry that fine with you mm-hmm. into any airport and be like, no, I already got mm-hmm. one. I was trying to get the cops at the rally yesterday to... Uh, to uh, write me two tickets because I said I wanted to send one of them to each of my parents, which actually they they live together, they could share, but um, (laughs) they wouldn't give you any. They wouldn't wouldn't give me any tickets. And I was way less disorganized. I was way more disorganized than Footloose. If either of us were disorderly, it was me. (laughs) Uh, The article continues, TSA workers are authorized to deny entry or boarding to passengers who refuse to wear masks, and those passengers could be subject to fines. So not only can they give you a fine, they can say, oh, you're not wearing a mask, you no fly. Look, don't worry, all this is going to get, it's going to be over when Biden takes office. Well, that's already happened. Well, they can't end it immediately. Even in, even if that was the plan, it can't happen right away. He has to do something, a bunch, like a bunch of look strong stuff, hmm. uh, because it has to be. He has to be the hero who saves us from the from the COVID. Right? Isn't hmm. that? Isn't that gonna? I, that's the storyline I'd be looking uh, for. Yeah, I think he's just going to be the dictator that takes it to the next level of enforcement. COVID's not going to be over because people but they are doing have to find told. some some excuse for loving him for it. Oh no, they love him for telling them how to be safe. The the progressives <laughs> on the left they love uh, Biden. Like he wears two masks or whatever the hell. You know he's a total uh, statist. They love him. Just wear the whole box. Just put the box of masks yeah. on your face, okay? I remember when double bagger wasn't a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of double bagged. <laughs> oh man all right so they're already before the election they were already talking about him and kamala harris as though they were their mommy and daddy there are literally posts by people on social media referring to them in that way are you kidding me? no i'm not kidding you these are people who still want to have a mommy and daddy these are adult Mama, children kamala and daddy yeah, Biden? Ad- adult children who look at politicians like them as though they are the equivalent of their parents U-G-L-Y. You yeah, no wow. I've seen more than one post about that. That is ugly. Uh, depending on the circumstance, those who refuse to mask may be subject to a civil penalty for attempting to circumvent screening requirements. How Inter- is it civil to jack my money? I don't know. Interfering don't with screening personnel or a combination of those offenses, the TSA announced on Sunday. The mask requirements, uh, a result of the new CDC, blah, 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 will remain in effect until May 11th. Oh, I predict they'll just remain in effect. Uh, it follows yeah, yeah. the Biden's order on January 21st directing federal agencies to immediately take action. So, 
There you have it. Hour number three is coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Bitcoin.com is the best source for learning about cryptocurrency. Go there now, click on Get Started at the top of the page. Once you do that, you'll find a cornucopia of information, neatly organized for your needs. If you're a knowledgeable crypto user, check out news.bitcoin.com where you can get the latest headlines. Bitcoin.com is your source for buying cryptocurrency, getting a wallet app, mining, trading, and all the latest cryptocurrency news, all on a slick and easy-to-use website. All put together by the best minds in the business to teach you about cryptocurrency. Bitcoin.com. Free Talk Live. The number you need to know is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. That's how you get on the air here on Free Talk Live the live call-in radio talk program where you can take control of the airwaves, talk about whatever's on your mind. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. It's Ian. Nobody. And we've been talking a lot about the federal crime now of not masking. And (laughs) to make matters worse, this from Reason.com. Americans are now required to wear masks in planes, trains, buses, subways, taxis, car services, boats, and transportation hubs per the new order from the CDC. Let me just announce, I don't care. (laughs) I'll just do whatever I want. Talking to the listeners. Uh, I don't think they should care either. (laughs) I say I'm going to put my vote on on definitely on the no caring side of this. In addition to all of that, masks must be of a style approved by the federal government and must fit properly. Failure to comply will result in being prohibited from traveling, booted from the transit in question, and potential criminal penalties. Wow. Land of the free. I'm going to be driving. (laughs) The order will be enforced by the TSA, as we've discussed, uh, and, quote, other federal authorities, unquote, Mm. as well as state and local officials. To the extent permitted by law, federal agencies are required to implement additional measures enforcing the provisions of this order, the CDC says. CDC reserves the right to enforce through criminal penalties, the agency adds, though it claims not to intend to rely primarily on these criminal penalties. Well, what other form of authority do government agencies have other than you know the use of force? Well, maybe they're right? planning on just randomly shooting you. I mean... Still be the use of they force. do that and they seem to get away with it. The difference uh, would be a civil penalty, which is really not that discernible if all we're talking about is a fine. Creating a vast network of law enforcement officials empowered to enforce these mask rules will, of course, provide a handy new excuse for monitoring and surveilling citizens. Hey, I know they can bring back the national service thing. Uh, Do you guys remember when they were talking about this like in 2008 Uh where uh, it was Obama? Just you wait, sir. Oh, I say I haven't read the story. I haven't read the story. No, not this uh, story. The the one coming after this. It, uh, it was, well, I don't know if it mentions it specifically, but it's about 
the potential for these the COVID checks to become a regular thing. Right. COVID checks, uh, uh, testing, stimulus checks. Oh, those checks. Right. No, no, no. What I was talking about was uh, now. Oh, what I they thought call- you were talking about the anal swabs. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, you're going to get it kind of in in mm. in that area one way it, or the other. Right. But um, not me. So what you're saying dime. about the national the national service? I mean, if you just follow the logic here. Right, they mandate all this stuff. Now they're going to surveil citizens even more than they ever had before. Right, uh, they're not going to open anything up. Things stay closed down. Uh, instead of issuing stimulus checks one time, they begin issuing them monthly. Mm. They're going to expect something in return for that. Uh huh. Service. Bingo. Yeah. Mostly okay. babies. Huh? Bingo. I think that's. I think that's the main intent is to create a larger poor population. Well, I mean, that may be the case, but what the, I just want to let our listeners know this national service thing, what it is. Uh, they were pimping this back in 2008 during the presidential election. They had McCain and Obama, both of the candidates. They had like a special candidate summit where they or came together. Or if I together, like to call him Mick Obama. And they said, uh, they said we're, we both support this idea of national service. Obama yes. wanted to create an agency that was this, the large, or the, uh, had the, has many employees and had the large, as budget as large as the military and he wanted it to all be quote-unquote citizen service to the government uh and there were all kinds of corporations that were on board with yeah, this noah wood was in that Ooh. the noah wood oh the, 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 uh, yeah, the acronym would was, be nice uh, and not it'd be n-i-e-s the national institute for indentured servitude indentured <laughs> Inden- yeah, uh, yeah well noah said it was like halfway between being in the army and being in prison Sounds but he did right. learn to huff free on. Now, what was, was he in? Was he in like the Peace Corps or something like that? No, he was in the AmeriCorps, AmeriCorps thing. So this is like that, but it would be times Job a thousand. Corps. That's Th- what this they is, call it. This would be kind of like that, but times a thousand, you know, because it would, it would apply to every young American in the United States was the proposal. Would, yeah. The idea would be wow. that if you were a, a high schooler or you wanted to go to college or something, that they would require something it. between the area of you know six months to two years of working for like the government. It was like even like four years. It like depended a, like a on military who you talked thing, to. There yeah. were different proposals. Mm. The ne- it, it never actually ended up coming to fruition, but they planted the idea out there. And we, we have to stop giving these guys ideas. It wasn't our idea. No, I know. I'm just yeah. saying. You know. But this sounds like it's got the hallmarks of bringing that back. Oh, I think it's coming. Yeah. I think it's coming. It's just a matter of time. Uh, Meanwhile, deputizing federal agents, state authorities, and local cops to enforce transit mask rules will, of course, open up all sorts of new police harassment and abuse opportunities. Sure will. Only targeting people without masks might not seem to leave a lot of room for discriminatory enforcement, but... The CDC order doesn't just stop at people not wearing masks. In fact, it leaves a whole lot up to the official's discretion. Right. It said that in the previous article, it was talking about wearing them, quote unquote, properly. Right. So if you don't have, if you had your and nose only authorized out, masks right. by the government authorized, right. right? You can only wear, no longer can you wear a bandana mm-hmm. around your face. You have to be wearing an approved mask by the federal government. That's correct. Yeah. And if you're not wearing it, quote unquote, properly, then that'll give the police the excuse to say, oh, you didn't have it over your nose. And then you'll say, well, yeah, I did. And they'll say, well, no, you didn't. And then yeah. they'll write you a ticket. It's, it's having as if you wrote any the standard like that, I can tell you from experience, having been in a military academy, has infinite room for abuse. Mm-hmm. The CDC order says it's 
not enough to simply wear a mask. It has to be a certain kind of mask. It can't be a bandana, scarf, ski mask, or balaclava. It can't fit too loosely or too tightly. It can't contain an exhalation valve or be made from knitted fabrics, leather, plastic, or vinyl. Again, that leaves a whole lot of room for authorities to choose who they target for enforcement. Sure. The CDC rule came just over a week after Biden's executive order, which already mandated masks on certain modes of public transportation, including planes and trains, and it mandated masks on federal property, notes the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. The new CDC rules apply to any passenger, operator, or any staff of any aircraft, trains, road vehicle, vessel, or other means of transport, including ride shares meaning arrangements where passengers travel in a privately owned vehicle driven by its owner in connection with a fee or service. The order also applies on the premises of a transportation hub defined as any airport, bus terminal, marina, seaport, or other port, subway station, terminal, including any fixed facility at which passengers are picked up or discharged, train station, U.S. port of entry, or any other location that provides transportation subject to the jurisdiction of the United States. Even in the federal crazy system, how is it that the CDC can tell anyone what to do within states? I don't know how they magically got this power to start issuing mm-hmm. things that, well, resemble laws. Right. Remember, it was last well, year under Trump. when they corruption t- in the Supreme Court is what does that. Well, last year under Trump, the CDC told people that they had to, uh, like if they were a landlord, they couldn't kick people out of their, their houses. Right. Yeah, yeah I don't has nothing know, to do with federal crossing the states, right? The, like the federal the, government's supposed to regulate the crossings of the states, or, or and, being a center for disease control. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know how telling somebody who they can and can't rent to or evict has anything to do with controlling the disease. Well, if if you really want to go back to the root, then the Tenth Amendment says any power not vested in the federal government by the Constitution is reserved to the the states or to the people, which means that they have no authority to even have a Center for Disease Control. But as long as people keep doing what they're told, they have all the authority they could want. The Constitution. Is it a con? 603-283-6160. That's our phone number if you'd like to join us here on Free Talk Live. We've got more coming your way. Welcome back to the show. It is Free Talk Live. Our telephone number is 603-283-6160. Again, 603-283-6160. We'll get to your calls and thoughts momentarily. In the studio tonight, it is me, I, your host, the Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining me. And it's Ian. And nobody. And we're here to talk about all sorts of fun stuff. I actually got a thought. Uh-oh. I just got to spit out. Where did that come from? Um, it, it Deep inside my body. All right, better get it out before you forget. And it's just, I'm out there smoking a cigarette, because I, I still smoke one once in a while. And, I, uh, and I'm just thinking, 
you know, if if this were a novel, if I were writing a sci-fi novel, yes, okay, and this sequence of events, yes, what was was going on, then what I would say is that it is the prelude to basically a, a left-wing takeover. And the reason I say that, you can go way back. It's like I've been asking myself for years, why is Hollywood, while trying to convince people to be obedient, why are they always making revolution movies? You know? Mm. And I thought... You know, and isn't it strange that it's always a right-wing dictatorship because, hmm. you know, on the uh, in, in the real world, it's like evenly split. You get right-wing dictatorships, you get left-wing dictatorships, you get just crazy people dictatorships, but they're always revolting against some right-wing fascist government. Yeah. You know, and which perfect setup to, for the creation of Antifa. You know, you, know you, you install the fear, yep. and then you take advantage of it. Yeah, you're basically pre-programming people for the events that are about to unfold. Uh, yeah, so then you get the, the, the fascist get in office, your fall guy, you know, he's, he's, uh, you, know you, you convince the commoner that he's a noble for the day, but he's not fascisty enough. Right. So he so he he doesn't spring the revolution. So you so you just push it a little bit more, a little bit more, and just I mean they're ushering in a police state, and they're not doing that just for no reason. It's not it's not for fun. That's not how they operate. You, Certainly not when they're pay, playing at this big stake. Yeah, I don't disagree with anything that you said. Uh, I, I, in fact, uh, I mean, what I see is basically a pogrom coming against conservatives. Pogrom? A pogrom is a uh, it comes from China, I believe. And it's when they come in and kill the dissenters, basically. Ooh. Um, and not, I mean, I, pogrom I think it, is an organized massacre of a particular ethnic group in a particular in particular that of Jewish people in Russia or Eastern Europe, historically speaking. Ah, interesting. I didn't know there was a religious aspect to it, but uh, you know, I I just looked at it as something that happened to people who are politically unreliable. And uh, yeah, the uh, the term has taken on meaning, but that's just the, where it yeah, came from. Yeah, and I don't know. I just i I have a feeling they're actually gonna going to try to go whole hog. This time around. Well, they certainly do want more control, and this is how governments operate. They they grow, and they grow, and they grow, and they grow until they implode on themselves. And then yeah. they, a new one starts, and then but it grows, the and it grows, is, and it grows, and it grows until it implodes on itself. It is going to get very, worse. The themes are very there, – there, there, is, there is method to their madness. If you yes. don't look at it in the context of disease – if you look at it in the context of planning an invasion Control. when the government is your fifth column, um, basically, so empty out the supply lines. That's what the front loading part of the part of it was for. Get all the toilet paper off the shelves. Right. You know, um, 
and make sure that people can only work at a very low level so they're not producing very much so that all that is produced is immediately consumed. And over time, like any little caches that people have laying around, they're going to slowly yeah. run out. So basically, if and when you go go to war with the people, the people are destitute. They have nothing to eat. Yeah. They have nothing. And, you know, that's... Yeah. Uh, that's a play right out of the Chinese they, communist they, they, they make it playbook. difficult that's for what, you to get food. They're yeah. probably going to make it more difficult to uh, arm yourself. They're going to make it more difficult to congregate because they've already made it as difficult Look, a, as it is now. Just do what yeah. they say and, and they'll give the you thing. the food. It's about cutting off transportation. Yeah, just get in the train car, Ian. Just do what they're, they say. It, it, they're grabbing the classic chokeholds. Supply transportation mm-hmm. communication yep. okay so well, they, they don't throw have control all over the conservatives off social media okay but they don't have control over communication because we well, can do our yet. own thing oh for now but okay. there's there's gonna come a time when when they're gonna say oh they're spreading disunity they're mm-hmm. speaking out against us, and we can't allow that. And we're gonna, going to have to throw them in a camp well, somewhere. I mean, I've been there before. Let's. Well, uh, I've been there before too. But I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that that you know our listeners see it coming, and they, maybe they come and break us out of the camp. They at need some to get point. to New Hampshire. Is what they need to do. Speaking of our <laughs> listeners, let's go to the phones right now, and let's go to Joe, who's calling from Michigan. Joe, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, I believe the. Uh definition of fascism is um, the, basically the marriage of a totalitarian government with the private sector, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Agreed. Big corporations and stuff like that. That's what, that's what Hitler did. You know? Sure. Um, well, even more so Mussolini. He actually called it the corporate state. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's that's pretty much what we got now. That's I mean, right. look at the mainstream media, man. Mainstream media, and they're just they're just freaking um, propaganda, and it's it's always yeah. one sided. And um, I'm just well, wondering only one how long it's going to be before it's an actual crime to criticize the government. Yeah, that, that hasn't happened yet. Yet being well, the key they word. Back to, they've been talking about the fairness doctrine for for years. You know, because they've been trying to get rid of conservative talk radio, and yeah. um, if they bring that back, that'll be an excuse to to shut, you know, even more free speech down. You know, they know masks don't work. Everybody knows masks don't work. You know, see, I think they want um, it. They're past the fairness doctrine. They want they they want the only us doctrine. Hmm. Well, look at half the half the stuff they do. You know, it's it's um, it's either PR to make them like look woke or whatever, or it's you know just more propaganda getting shoved down your throats and. Um, I think that's it's, the same thing said different ways. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's slick marketing for for people who are uh, for sheep. I guess they're they're trying to condition us to obey. You know, you went back to 2018 and said, "Hey, the government's going to mandate that you wear masks everywhere." People would have just looked at you like you're nuts. Yep. You're some conspiracy. Like, yeah, guy. whatever, pal. Yeah, I agree with you, Joe. And thanks for the call tonight. We appreciate you. Uh, things are going to get worse, in my opinion. 603-283-6160. If you want to move to the free state and you're looking for some real estate, well, I know a guy who's really great. It's the real 
Dr. Mark Warden. Looking for a great real estate investment? Consider New Hampshire, which is ground zero for the Liberty Movement. Your first call should be to Mark Warden from Porcupine Real Estate. He's more than just a real estate agent. He's your New Hampshire concierge. Where are the best places to live? Do you want farms, city, the burbs, or forest? Do you want a duplex or multifamily building so that renters pay your mortgage? There are homes in all price ranges in New Hampshire, and Mark can help with financing, too. Invest in Liberty and property. Mark Warden can help. PorcupineRealEstate.com Free Talk Live. Welcome back. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening, everybody. Our telephone number is 603-283-6160. Write that down. Engrave it on your brain. However you want to choose to remember it, put it somewhere safe so that you can call in and join us. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. Hey, it's Ian. And nobody. And you can join liberty-minded voluntarists, anarchists, and libertarians from June 28th through July 4th for ForkFest 2021 at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest happens the week after the Porcupine Freedom Festival, and ForkFest is decentralized, which means no one is in charge. That also means there's no ticket cost. Just reserve your camping RV site or motel room with Rogers Campground for June 28th through July 4th. Where better to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving activists in the Shire? You can relax and enjoy the camaraderie of like-minded people, or you can create whatever experience or event you'd like others to have. If you're planning an event for ForkFest, please be sure to let others know in advance. You can connect with fellow ForkFesters via the unofficial Telegram chat or on the ForkFest forum. Links to those can be found on the unofficial website, ForkFest.party. Mark your calendar for June 28th through July 4th, 2021, and we'll see you at ForkFest.party. Before we get to your calls, I just wanted to mention this very last uh, paragraph from this article from Reason about the federal mask cops to start targeting travelers today. It does specify kids under two years old, people with disabilities that disallow them from wearing masks, and people for whom wearing a mask would create a risk to workplace health, safety, or job duty are exempted. It doesn't, however, mention medical exemptions. I thought that was important for folks to know. Mm. Uh, Before we get to the next topic, let's just go to some of your calls and thoughts. Let's go with uh, David in New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, you can't have a medical exemption possibility because that means that everybody could get an exemption and your little uh, convenient crisis would be worthless if everybody could do that. Hmm. But everybody wouldn't anyway because most people just do everything they're told to do. Yep. Right. But it eliminates some of their it's, – it's a war of attrition and eliminates some of the uh, objections that you could put up to them that they would have to deal with so they mm-hmm. can just eliminate that possibility. And the keeping – you know, obviously, to state the obvious, keeping the crisis in place gives them 
a reason to make more rules, and then oh, yeah. you have to follow those rules, and then they can find how you're not following those rules, and then crack down on you. Mm-hmm. So enter what your your comment about um, the TSA, TSA easily armed becoming a, a police force. Yep. I had that exact same thought the last time that I went into Walmart. happened to be a time here in New Mexico when they had uh, quotas as to how many people could be in the Walmart. They only allowed 75 people total into your typical huge Walmart. Mm-hmm. And so there was a line out front that took about an hour to wait in to get in. And uh, when I got in, I didn't, I didn't wear a mask. I just walked in. And about every, I don't know, every four or five minutes and every hundred yards of, uh, you know, or a couple hundred feet of travel through the store, yeah. I would be accosted by an employee <laughs> telling me to put my, put my mask on. Oh, and man. then finally the manager, after half a dozen times, the manager arrived and told me to put my mask on. And then since they had their attention on me for, for the mask issue, then they started cracking down on me and other stuff that they noticed they didn't like about me that they would have otherwise never even noticed. Like what? And um, the fact that when, when I go into a Walmart, um, if, if there's something that I've, that I've never tried before, that, you know, that costs 10 bucks or something, I don't want to spend 10 bucks to find out whether or not I, I want to buy six of them. I'll just open it and taste it and seal it back up. If I like it, I'll buy six more. So instead of selling, instead of taking in $10 in revenue, they'll get 60 bucks out of me because I sampled the one product. Just to be clear, you would buy the one, just just to be clear, you would buy the one you sampled, right? Yeah. Yeah. I buy, I, I, I make a commitment to buy that one. I see. But if I, if I sample it and I like it, I buy six more instead of walking out with only one. And I, and I also don't don't like that. They don't, they don't like seeing somebody eating the food in the, uh, the Walmart. Yeah, they don't they don't like that. And then so here here's here's the next uh thing that comes in. Since Walmart is not a sole proprietorship, like if I go into Ian's store and Ian sees me open a product and taste it, seal it back up again and put it in my cart, mm-hmm. he might come over and and ask me, "Hey, what are you doing?" And then once Ian finds out what I'm doing that I'm buying six times, you know, so instead of spending uh, $300 in Ian's store. I'm going to spend $1,800 in Ian's store. Ian goes, wow, that's great. That's a good idea. Keep doing that. But at Walmart, you have people that uh, 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 only 70% of them, because that's the, the numbers in New Mexico, even have a high school diploma. And they don't have any power in life other than at Walmart. And so when, when Walmart, they have that power to exercise over others, they're happy to exercise it because it makes them... Yeah feel powerful yeah, because that's right. the only place they have power that's now, uh, that's if, an important aspect they're of... already telling you to stand in line for an hour yeah. or you're not going to get any food it's ridiculous and you and you have to wear your mask or you're not going to get any food yeah and i don't care if you're going to buy six times what you would have um you can't taste it like you're doing and the whole point is because they're not they don't own the business they're not very smart and you've and you've given them power and you know enter that statement about beware of stupid people in large groups and that's what you have in Walmart as a, as compared to at Ian's store now give those people a uniform a badge an ID yeah, a yeah. gun and the authority to use all of that or and, and while you're trying to get food or not have any food at all you got a bad situation and that's you what do. a communist country is Yep, agreed. Yeah, he's absolutely right about that. And telling these people, thanks, thanks for, for the, the call, call. David. 
uh, telling people that now they have authority in these menial positions is just creating all these little Hitlers. I mean, all these people have, you know, probably for a long time wanted to tell people what to do or, or fantasized about being a cop. And now they have, you know, sort of a sim- similar ability or set of abilities as the police. At the very least, they can call the police if people don't do what they say. Well, then by creating all of the unemployment they've created already by shutting down all right. of the businesses that they've shut people down. People will and, do what they're uh, told. There, there will be more people willing to do right. these types of things to, in order to keep the job that they have or to get a job. Right, even if they're against doing right. it. Over somebody it. who isn't willing to do it, yep. right? Imagine the cashier who just you know wants to make her check and She's you know check kids. people out and scan the items and bag yep. them up and send them on their way. Now she also has to perform the function of police. Yep, and that's just a horrible thing to do to your employees if you're a, a retail business. It's true fascism. Yeah. I mean, it really is. There was a sign uh, that Bonnie had at the protest yesterday that we went to uh, oppose fascism, and it absolutely is. Yeah, how sick is it that the government gets away with turning retail clerks into police, into folks policing the mandates that the government say? Yeah, I I can't believe. I mean, I can. It's happening. But like, if you'd have told me this was going to happen twenty years ago, I'd be like, ah, just like the other guy said, like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, really? You Two know? years ago. Hey, here we are. We're in the middle of it. It's not hard to see. We can see it. Our callers it's can see it. It's getting worse. It's getting worse. It's not going to get better. It's going to get much worse before it even thinks about getting better uh, because we are definitely on the downside of what is called a closing society or a closing country. This is when the country uh, gets to a point where it's over the hump. It's it's on the other side. Can it be broken enough to where it falls apart now and we can just say goodbye to well, the United States? I mean, I think that the strategy might be a sound one to help speed it up in any possible way that we can. Hmm. I, I don't know what exact actions that entails, but I'm certainly all for it. I don't know what that means uh, either. Wall Street Bets is actually demonstrating what's required. I love what they're doing. I think uh, things like the blockchain or infrastructure for you know the future... And hopefully we will see more inventions out of necessity. 603-283-6160. What do you think is going to happen in the next five years? More coming up. Welcome back, everybody. It's the final segment of the Monday Night Edition of Free Talk Live. In the studio tonight, it's me, I, he, who is the Reverend Captain Kickass. Joining me, it's Ian. Nobody. And before we go on, I want to take just a minute to say thank you to Am I Free to Go? That is the name of a person who is a silver level amplifier here for the show free talk live what is an amplifier you might ask well it's a person or persons who choose to contribute a sum of money to help get this show on more radio stations we're currently on 190 190 stations we could be on 200 we could be on 250 maybe 300 it's all up to you 
If you go over to amp.freetalklive.com, you'll find all the details. We only ask for five bucks a month, and that's how much Am I Free to Go contributes. Uh, you can contribute more. There's different levels of membership. You get some perks if you uh, do become an amplifier. So you can find all that over at amp.freetalklive.com. And thanks again to Am I Free to Go Thank you. for your support. If you enjoy this program, if you partake in Free Talk Live, you listen to us, you've gained some knowledge, or you've come to the ways of freedom as a result, please consider becoming an amplifier and helping us get on more radio stations. We would appreciate you for that. So uh, I've been wanting to get to this article uh, all night, uh, and this is from KNRS 105.9. Salt Lake City? Thank you. I was going to ask if you happened to know that. Um, I have no idea. Uh, This showed up mysteriously on my news feed today. I'm not familiar with this website or this radio station, but it says... Monthly $2,000 stimulus checks now could happen. And we were talking earlier about, you know, the, oh, when Biden was campaigning, you know, right there towards the end, he was like, well, if you elect me, I'll get you your $2,000. And then somehow $600 was sent out to some people. And so now they've, they're like, okay, we'll get you the other $1,400 uh-huh. to equal yeah. the 2000 But this article seems to think that a recurring monthly check of $2,000 is possible. It says Congress has spent the last week debating the Biden administration's $1.4 trillion relief package proposal. The president is calling it the American Rescue Plan. Of course he is. I hate the names they come up with these. ARP. ARP, ARP, ARP. (laughs) Sounds like a seal. ARP, ARP. (laughs) I give it my seal of approval. (laughs) (laughs) And the goal of it is to help those who are truly suffering financially because of the pandemic. Well, they're going to help them by devaluing the money supply and the currency. Well, I think think it's a great idea. Print, baby, print. I've become a believer in modern monetary theory, which basically (laughs) is print as much money as you can. Money printer go. You never have to pay for it when you just print money. So print it, print it, send it out. (laughs) Apparently, (laughs) apparently 50 members of the House of Representatives are urging Biden to dole out not just one direct payment, but monthly payments until the pandemic is over, which we know daily. Do it daily. (laughs) <laughs> the repre- <laughs> right. The representative sent a letter to President Biden and Vice President Harris writing, one more check is not enough during these public health and economic crisis during this public health and economic crisis. Many families cannot afford to wait for eight months between payments to truly build back better families. OK, what is wrong with somebody's money management if they can't stretch six hundred dollars to last eight months? <laughs> yeah, what I don't are know, these man. people seems, living like kings? Seems like plenty to me. Well, remember, during the uh, first covid bailout package that happened last year, they were giving people what was it? Six hundred dollars a week extra for unemployment. Right. Yeah. So, you know, you take that and multiply that times four and you've got over two thousand dollars a month right there. Now, it was only for people with unemployment. I presume this would be for absolutely every American taxpayer. Right. Is that the diff- is that the difference here? 
Oh, is it only mm-hmm. taxpayers? Are the, are the taxpayer sets not going to get it? Well, I think they yeah, will. Very good point. <laughs> I think <laughs> we should get your address. We should get everybody in Congress and the House of Representatives and the pre- you know everybody, all them people to just you know they get six hundred bucks a month. Yeah, I think that's a great See idea. What I you think mean cut their salary? Oh, yeah. Instead of their yeah, yeah. salary. Yeah. That would be their salary, is what I'm saying. Mm. Anyway, this letter didn't specify an amount for the check, but Representative, uh, I believe it's Ilhan Omar, a Democrat from Minnesota, and one of the letter's signers tweeted that it should be $2,000 each month. It's a concept that isn't too foreign to Vice President Harris. She introduced a bill in the Senate last year asking for just that, though it did not get enough support. Hmm. So, of course, the benefits can't go to anyone. Or just everyone. I'm sorry. The letter stated that it should be directed to, quote, those who need it most and will spend it the quickest. And that should include, quote, all immigrant workers, refugees, and their families. The question of who will receive the benefits included in the latest relief package is one of the things Congress is currently figuring out. So this is going to be a payment to only to immigrants. Uh, it doesn't no, say they said only, including, but it should include them. Immigrants, uh, refugees, and their so families. Basically, any any uh, any likely Democratic voter they can mm-hmm. find. That's, yeah. yeah, that's how it's going to be used. Many politicians, including Democrats, are having a problem with the bill's price tag. So, to compromise <laughs> and get more members of Congress on board to make sure the package comes out faster, the stimulus check might go to fewer Americans. Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, if half of the country. It, it, now, this isn't an MGI. An MGI would be a lot less bad than this because What's an MGI? basically MGI, minimum guaranteed income, oh, it's a UBI. or same right, as yeah. UBI. Gotcha. It's an older name for it. Gotcha. But it, that would not be that horrible. But if you've got if you've got half of the country getting a UBI. They're effectively getting it from the other half well, of the country. Well, I support this because I think if that's the case, if it's what you're talking about, where it's like half the country and half the country, that will divide people even further and likely hasten secession. Um, yeah. So my I'll thoughts. Tell you what, if 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 you're making too much money when they when they start handing this out, quit your job. Just quit. Shrug. My thoughts mm. on this is it sounds to me like it is rebranded UBI, Universal Basic Income. But it looks like that go, it's going to go to the politically favored groups only. That is completely contrary to, to the spirit mm. of the UBI, right. which is universal. Right. So if you live on Mars, you still get it. Well, well not, if, not if you live someplace else, but if you live in the United States or generally if you're a United States citizen, yeah. those would be the two... Right, but why would anybody? But that's not universal. Right, but why would anybody be surprised that an idea that politicians pitch as universal mm. becomes a politically guaranteed income right. instead? Right. So what I'm saying is, I can see this getting passed, and then all of a sudden they go, "Oh well, let's just sign an amendment to it that makes it everybody." And now all of a sudden everybody's on the government dole. Right, the government is printing the fiat currency at will, mm-hmm. right, giving it you know whatever little value it's going to have at that time. But now you have the mass of the population all receiving printed fake money. Yeah, see, I I don't know. I think what they're going to end up, uh, I think they will go with uh, limiting it to their political favorites. Um, it it certainly. 
it it gives them a lot more power that way. It because says, if that becomes important to you, then there can be all kinds of ways that you can become politically unfavorited. Right. So use it as kind of a social credit right. score. Mm-hmm. Well, and I can see this, too, playing into what we were talking about earlier, national service, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the government's giving you $2,000 a month. What are you what doing are you for give it? Back? You've got to now, now, if you're receiving this, now you have to show up at the local job center mm-hmm. and report for duty. Right. right? 20 hours a week. Uh, the details are still being hashed up, but Biden is ready to push it through very quickly, even if there isn't a consensus on the bill. He said last week that time is of the essence, and while he would prefer these things to be bipartisan, bipartisan, he is also ready to have the Democrat-led House and Senate approve something, even if Republicans don't support it. He expects to give it another week for negotiations before seeing a vote. During that time, Omar and the other House members in support of monthly payments will have to drum up more support if they want to have it included in the bill. Uh, you know, it's going to get worse before it gets it's better. It's looking pretty dim. I, I keep saying that we have not reached peak dumb. Uh, it's <laughs> it's going to get worse before it gets better. That's all I have to say. Sooner or later, somebody's going to fight back. I just want to see who the first person with the balls is. We're out of time. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Find the archives at freetalklive.com. Thanks. Peace. Ross Ulbricht is serving a double life sentence without parole for all nonviolent charges. He is a first-time offender, and no victims were named at trial. Ross is condemned to die in a cage because he made a website called Silk Road that allowed people to exchange what they chose using Bitcoin as long as no third party was harmed. Please help. Sign and share the petition at freeross.org to commute Ross's sentence and bring him home. This is a Corona crisis self-reliance alert. If you're worried about the power grid in the current crisis and want to generate your own supply of off-the-grid electrical power just in case, pay close attention. Here's why. A limited supply of solar backup generators will be available again in the next two weeks. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving electrical backup power when you get off the grid. And unlike gas generators, these solar generators run quietly, emit no fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Dangerous weather, social unrest, or overloaded grids this summer will not be a problem if you go to MySolarBackup.com and get your solar backup generator. We regret that supplies are limited and only available on a first-come, 1st serve basis. Check availability at MySolarBackup.com. Never suffer painful power outages again. Go to MySolarBackup.com. That's MySolarBackup.com.